Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Have Sister Oliver, we want her to come tonight. We want her to take her liberty. Take the liberty of the Spirit and just move and say what the Lord has to say, just like she did last night. So can we welcome her with a hand clap to Jesus. Thank you, God, for Vicki Oliver, God. Thank you for her, God. We pray your blessing upon her. We pray, God, your anointing to flow through her tonight, God. Use her for your kingdom. In the name of Jesus and for your glory. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can be seated for a moment, if you will. I just can't get away from something that the Lord is speaking to me. We want to flow in the vein of the Spirit always. We don't want to forge through with our own plans. When I was a young child, my mother, who was third generation in this truth, taught me a lot about faith and about healing. And I remember her lying in bed with a gallbladder attack, which can be very serious. Your gallbladder can rupture. She had been to the doctor. She knew that's what it was. It was a flare-up. They had advised her many times. To have it taken care of. There was not finance. There was not insurance. And my mom was so sick. And I remember being a little child afraid that she was going to die. We stood around her bed begging her to go to the hospital. She said, no. God is going to heal me. He's going to heal me. We began to pray. And my mother wept and cried and claimed her healing in all of that pain. And she said, the Lord just spoke to me. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. She got up from her bed and fixed a meal and never had another attack. We are living far beneath what we can have. And the reason is twofold. The first reason is because we are blessed so much with medical science and insurance that that is our first go-to. My daughter, back in the summer, was bitten on the arm around the wrist area about five different horrifying-looking bites. The swelling, the red streaks went to the elbow. Numbness and tingling in her hand. She went to the urgent care. They had to lance each one of those. They gave her a topical. She was home 24 hours later. She called me weeping. I live next door to her. She said, Mom, I guess I'm going to have to go back in. Can you come and watch the kids? She said, I have no feeling in my fingers at all. And that red streak is wide and it's going higher. And I I guess I need to get back in. She was terrified. I said, I'll be right over to watch the children. 
As I stepped out of my door and closed it behind me, the Lord spoke to me and said, Aren't you even going to believe me for her healing? What will your grandchildren know about healing? If every time we run to the ER, we run to the doctor... I went back in the house and I've always had a little Cracker Barrel syrup bottle cleaned out with oil in, in the front of my medicine cabinet. When I open it up, in front of everything else, there is that oil. I grabbed that bottle of oil and went next door and I said, we're not going to the ER. I'm going to pray for you. I got my grandchildren, all four of them, around her and we anointed her with oil three of those grandchildren have the Holy Ghost. They were all three speaking in tongues. They're 5, 10, and 13. They were speaking with tongues. We all gathered around and I prayed for her. I said, now God has healed you. There won't be an ER visit. I went back home. 30 minutes later, she said, mom, come back over here. When I walked in, the children were crying and rejoicing. And she opened that bandage. All of the red streak was gone. The redness and swelling was gone. It looked like it had healed over about two weeks. It was all dry and white and and just clearing up. I'm experiencing this a lot. I went through a period of time where I had great insurance. The last three years, I have not had any insurance. One of those little deals you pay as you go, and then they might help you out if it's something major. (laughs) I've been to the doctor once in three years. Because I found out he is the Lord thy God that healeth thee. You don't ask. You don't give him an option. We need to learn to lay our hands on our children. One another. Come believing. Don't sit around sick. The second reason why we don't receive healing is because of the spirit of fear. And as we were singing that tonight, I was reminded that my pastor years ago, my elder pastor said, don't ever pray for anybody that's sick without first binding the spirit of fear. Because what happens when you get sick? Am I going to die? Is this something worse than what I think it is? Have they missed something? Is it the C word? That's what happens to all of us in varying degrees. Our mind. The enemy gets a hold of our mind and fear paralyzes us. God doesn't operate in that realm and that's what the enemy knows. You'll never be healed as long as there's fear. But you bind that spirit of fear and lose faith. You watch what God will do. Fear has to go in the presence of of faith. They brought a little child to a crusade. She was swollen, her face swollen and sick in the dark circles under her eyes. And her mother said she wants to come be here with the children, but she has dialysis again tomorrow. Her kidneys have failed. And she is on the transplant list. And without a kidney, she is not going to live very long. Sister Oliver, would you have prayer for her 
I said, absolutely. Bring her to me if she gets tired and wants to come to me. Sure, I will. She's sitting on that front row. When I opened the service, over 100 children in the room. I had those kids all pack in around the front, around that little girl. I bound the spirit of fear. Those children stretched out their little hands. They were laying on her shoulders and then on each other's shoulders as we began to speak to her body and scream and yell body obey your maker you know what you were designed to do kidneys be whole in the name of Jesus you have authority to do this every day Kidneys, obey your maker. Be whole. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Then I said, now thank him. She began to say, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Seven years old. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. The children were weeping. Thank you, Jesus. We went on with our service. About two weeks later, I got a letter in the mail with the medical evidence. They took her the next day for dialysis. They, of course, run tests every time before they do this. The kidneys are functioning. Mother said, yes, she has been to the restroom several times. The kidneys are functioning. They took scans. The kidneys were whole and pink like a baby's growing again. I saw that girl at 12 years old. She's still whole. The picture of health. God restored something. There is nothing too hard. You say, well, this is big. This is big, Sister Oliver. It's not too big for God. We are supposed to walk in this realm. There is nothing impossible. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Matter of fact, He likes the bigger jobs. He loves a challenge. And you talk about growing faith muscles. I am so eaten up with this that I am al- almost don't have any sense. I was stung by a scorpion. It was in the islands. I woke up in the middle of the night. It felt like someone took a hot iron and slashed it across the back of my calf. I woke up out of a dead sleep. I screamed out. I set up. I turned on the light and immediately there were large blisters in a line across the back of my calf. Red, inflamed, felt like fire. I didn't know what else to do. I'm in the islands. There's no place to go. There's no help. Primitive. I got on the side of the tub and splashed cold water and I was screaming, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm here to do your work and I can't, I can't have this. I, I don't have any help but you. My help cometh from the Lord. You are my God that healeth me. I bind the spirit of fear. I will not fear what the enemy would come against me with in the name of Jesus. I began to speak boldly in the Holy Ghost that searing pain eased. I searched around a little bit for the devil, scorpion. Never did see him. Woke up the next morning and pulled back the covers and took a look at my leg. And that raging fire blisters were dried up. Completely dried up. Barely a trace. I asked a little old woman... Islander, 
I had her look at my leg. I said, what would you say this was? She said, that's a scorpion bite about six weeks after you've been bitten. She knew nothing. Why wouldn't we believe him? You know, another reason, I I said there's two, but there's really three. Because sometimes you've asked and he said no. You've seen people die. Sometimes he said wait, and you're still waiting. Sometimes he said you do what you can do and I'll do the rest. And you turned to medical science and they helped you. Where do you think they got their knowledge anyway? But all the glory really comes when he's first. He wants to be first in everything. That's when he gets glory. When you can give a testimony like some of you can and what I have given you tonight. That's when he gets the real glory. Sometimes he says, no, uh -uh, I'm not. I've got a different plan. But you don't stop taking everything to him because he said no. Amen? I could stand here all night and into tomorrow and maybe into Monday telling you one story of healing after another. But why I'm doing this, this is not what I planned. It's because a little while ago, the angels began to line this place. And God said, I want to heal tonight. I want to heal. Your pastor operates in the gift of healing and miracles. And some of you as well have operated in that gift. You have seen God move when you have laid hands on people and prayed for their healing. So I'd like for you to stand to your feet right now. And if there is anyone in this building you need a healing, I want you to come and stand in the front and come quickly. There is nothing too small. There's nothing too big doesn't matter what it is if you are in any kind of distress physically. A couple of a months ago, I was in a church in Illinois, and I was in the middle of my message that God had given me. I'm walking down the aisle, and before I could catch it, because if I'd have thought about it, I might have caught it. I wheeled around and said, ma'am, the blood clots in your lungs are dissolving right now in the name of Jesus. And she began to weep and lifted her hands. I went on with my message. I really didn't have time to think about it because I was in the vein of the Spirit. Matter of fact, when I got home, I still didn't think about it until I got a call from the pastor. He said, you had no idea. She demanded to leave the hospital on Friday. She said, I'm checking myself out because I'm going to revival. I'm going to ask God to heal me. And she was sitting in that seat with blood clots in her lungs. And God moved in the operation of the Spirit and said, You're getting what you came for, girl. You check yourself out of the hospital. I like that. He looks for us to take a step. You've made a step tonight. That's the first part right there. I am believing for my miracle. I'm not going home without it. I'm not taking no for an answer tonight. That's faith. That is faith. Now, I'm going to ask those of you that know that you operate in that gift. Pastor, will you come? Those of you that operate in the gift of healing and miracles. I started to give you water. We don't want water. We want a well. Don't be afraid to say God's used me in that gift. Is there somebody among us? Okay, so we're going to pray for you and then you're going to help us pray. Come. I knew you had that. I was, did you see me eyeballing you? Get up here. Right up here. 
After you're prayed for, you can pray for someone else. We have a team. Sister Burke, just whenever you're ready. I need you to. These people operate in the gifts of the Spirit. You operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Some of you don't know it yet, but you do. We're stepping into a new place in this church. You cannot disciple people if you can't walk in faith. You have to have some testimonies of your own. You have to be able to say, this is what God did for me. On this day, I stood firm and I believed Him and He healed me. You have to have a testimony. You can't lead anybody anywhere you haven't gone. God's getting ready to move for you. In the days and weeks to come, we're going to get one report after another that says, I was healed in the name of Jesus. God stepped in that night and I was healed. Hallelujah. I want you to lift your hands and close your eyes and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of fear right now. Fear you have no place here. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We command you to leave every mind, every heart. We lose faith in this building right now. The faith for healing. We bind doubts and unbelief in the name of Jesus. And we lose truth. We bind confusion and distraction. And we lose peace right now. We thank you God in advance for what you're getting ready to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In order to speak to it, before you pray for somebody, you lean in and you ask them, what are we praying for? If it is personal and you cannot speak of it, you just say it's personal. However, if you will be able to say what it is, then we can speak to it. It needs to be spoken to. That's how we do this. I want you to continue to play for me for a minute. Somebody come back and play. Oh, okay. I'm going to pray for you. Come right here. I'm going to come up there and pray for you. God's going to heal you while you're on the keyboard. We're setting the atmosphere. The angels are already walking among us. You feel that? If you don't feel it, you're getting ready to. Those chills you got, that's the angels. Ministering angels have been sent for this service, for healing. Clean my heart, Lord. Clean my heart, Lord. Forgive me, Jesus. Get me ready to receive God. Get me ready to minister to somebody right now. Church, the rest of you, stretch out your hands and begin to cry out. It may not be you right now. It might be you later. Come on, feel the burden for somebody else right now. All right, the altar workers. Will you begin to move in and begin to pray? In the name of Jesus, be whole. Be healed in the name of Jesus. 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 Symptoms, you must go in the name of Jesus. Woo! 
Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Jesus. Thank Him. Thank Him for it. Thank you for it, Jesus. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. The pain is going. The symptoms are going right now. The symptoms are going away right now. Be healed in the name of Jesus.
all over this building and begin to thank him now it's time to rejoice it's time to rejoice it's time to acknowledge the pain is gone the pain is going it's time to rejoice it's time to claim it believe it come on you can do better than that come on it's time to rejoice thank you Lord look what the Lord has done look what the Lord has done Thank you, Lord, for what you have done. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. Thank you for healing. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You're a good God. Hallelujah. We exalt your name. We lift you up. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I went to the enemy's camp. I took back what he stole from me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm getting back my joy. I'm getting back my peace. I'm getting back my victory. I'm getting back my faith. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Step into the water. The waters are troubled tonight. Whatever it is you need. You need the Holy Ghost. You need a refilling. Hallelujah. You need deliverance. Step into the water. The angels are troubling the water right now. We're stepping into a new dimension right now in the Spirit. Come on, a little victory. A little victory in your spirit. Tap into the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. talking. Listen very, very carefully. 
He's talking to you. I believe that someone wants to share what God has just done for them. That you speak right out. And that's the word of the Lord for you. He does. He's got you, baby. He's going to take care of you. You're His girl. So what happened tonight? Because some stuff had to go. Inner healing had to take place. Things that have been stuffed down in there for years. Strongholds came down tonight. You're free now. You're free. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. for being transparent because you're sure not alone. You know, healing isn't always the physical body. An awful lot of the time it's damaged emotions, it's broken hearts, it's wounds. Getting that stuff out of your heart will help you be whole. You can't disciple people until you're whole. It's what this revival is about this weekend is getting us ready to step into pastor's vision to start discipling others. But babies don't teach babies. Babies don't birth babies. He's healing us. Somebody else? You hear that? We are one body. That's why we don't fight among us can't disciples other, others until you have unity. It can't be why can't I get to do that? Why can't why do they promote them? Why is she doing that? I don't like her. I don't like him. That's baby stuff. Get over yourselves. That's got to die. And you fast and pray until it dies. And if I'm not talking to you, don't don't get mad. If I am talking to you, don't get mad either. Take care of it.
Unity. One body. He wants to heal the whole body so we can go out and do what we were commissioned to do. There's somebody else that got a healing tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you something about symptoms. And I'm going to give you a personal example. About two months ago, I had a spell in the Hobby Lobby, enjoying myself immensely, pushing my grandbaby in the car, buying beautiful things, and wham, I hit the floor. And right before I hit the floor, the room was spinning and spinning and spinning, and then just bam. My daughters came running and got me up, and I was disoriented, and they said, one eye's drooping, Mom, you you know, something has happened, and I, they said my speech was slurred, and and so I said, no, I'm okay. In Jesus' name, I'm okay. I was in the mall a few weeks later by myself, and it hit me. And I'm at one end of the mall. My car's at the other. And I'm literally walking up the mall like this, and the room is spinning and spinning. Some of you have experienced vertigo, so you know what I'm talking about. It's a real deal. And I got outside, and I couldn't see my car. The parking lot was going like this, and I'm feeling nausea, and I'm going to be sick, and I'm standing out there all alone, and I can't get a hold of anybody, and everybody's busy, and I can't get a hold of anybody. And a a nice young man was coming towards me, and and I said, Sir, could you walk me to my car? And he looked at me like, "Mm, That's freaky. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm just, you know, I'm harmless. <laughs> I want nothing from you, but my car's out here somewhere, and I, luckily it's a bright red, or bright, bright orange soul, <laughs> so it was easy to find. And he walked me to my car, and I got in and laid my seat back and turned on the air, and I laid there and pled the blood of Jesus, God, I need you to heal me. God did not come in that car and heal me. I called my daughter. She came and picked me up, and they drove my car home, and when I got in her vehicle, she did not take me home. I said, I am going home. She said, you are not, Mom. She took me to the ER. They said, your left eye is drooping. You are, um, your speech is slurred. One pupil's bigger than the other. I mean, just standard diagnosis for stroke. So, long story short, I have a CAT scan and I have an MRI and I'm there till 5 o'clock in the morning and I have an IVN and I'm the worst patient in the world. It's horrifying. Finally, I just demanded to be loosed with four big bottles of pills. And I go home with four big bottles of pills. And the devil says, every time I pack my suitcases to go, every weekend I'm somewhere different. And the devil says, you better take those pills because you're going to have another one of those. The MRI did not show, the CAT scan did not show stroke. I'm talking about symptoms. So I'm carrying around all these bottles of pills and fear has come upon me. Because you're going to be alone driving at night. You're going to be in a hotel room by yourself. You're going to be up ministering. And that's going to hit you. 
Then what's she going to do? This voice in my head and all these symptoms that I remembered so well. And I'm living in fear just exactly where the devil wants all of us. Because you can't operate in this faith realm that we operated in tonight if you have fear. So I am in the restaurant with my children home again in the middle of the week. And I get up to take my grandbaby to change his diaper. And his mom is walking along beside me. And all of a sudden I'm doing that. And I hand her the baby. And I said, oh, I, 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 can't, I can't see. And I got up against the wall. And it just made me mad. Symptoms. Fear. I followed her into the bathroom feeling the wall. I mean, I I can't see. And I follow her in the bathroom. We shut the the door, and she's changing the baby. And I lean against that wall, and I said, In the name of Jesus, I bind this spirit of fear. Enemy, I know what you're trying to do to me, and it is not going to work. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I lose faith back into my life and into this situation. I'm throwing those pills out. I'm not living like this. Vertigo, you do not have me. In the name of Jesus, I will not walk in this. Crystals, if, if it's crystals in my ears that are not misaligned, line them up God, because i got to work for you to do. I'm not done yet. I'm speaking all of this out loud in the bathroom and the symptoms left. And the Lord said, all it was was symptoms. I have been healed and whole. I have not had the slight bit of it. And I go to minister to this at the Sebulshi's church a couple weeks ago. And Sister Dory, I, I see her, I see her holding on to things. And I said, Sister Dory, are you having a problem? Yeah, I've got vertigo really, really bad. I, I've, I've suffered with this for several weeks. And the Lord reminded me, when you're healed of something, you have authority over it. And the devil didn't want me to have authority over something else. He already hates me. I've never had authority over vertigo. I said, Sister Dory, I was just healed of that. Now I have authority over that. I can pray for you. God's going to heal you. I laid hands on her. It lifted immediately. I'm checking back with her because I want to hear the victory. I want to hear the report, the good report. When symptoms come, you rebuke the symptoms. You don't say, oh, well, I wasn't healed. You say, no, I was healed in the name of Jesus. And I won't take nothing less. Stand firm. Stand firm. Hallelujah! Rejoice in the midst of the symptoms and they will go! Hallelujah! 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 Doesn't it feel good in here? You feel that fresh air blowing of the Spirit? The victory that's come in this place? Because we have been healed. Because we've been given weapons for our armament. We have something to draw from. You young parents, get that bottle of oil going at your house. Anoint those babies. Anoint one another. Don't run to the doctor every whip stitch. Anoint. Pray. Believe God. Teach your children what God will do. Don't live in fear. Please understand, I'm not praying, I'm not preaching against medicine doctors. I've already stated God gives them the knowledge and sometimes He does heal through those things. But we're doing far too much of that. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Pastor Burke, have I preached yet? Yeah, I have. You can breathe a sigh of relief. I am done. I love you. Come back in the morning. It's going to be good because Jesus is going to be here.